What's up, Yankee fans? It's your girl Iris here with another episode recapping game number four and game number five, Yankees versus Houston, in which the Yankees played their worst baseball in game number four, losing eight to three to the Astros. It felt like there was no fight in them. The Yankees had the Astros by the ropes all game long, but offensively weren't able to cash in. There was sloppy baseball being played, lots of errors, and to make things worse, in a must-win game, a game the Yankees desperately needed to tie up the series back up at two, they failed to do so, the Houston Astros took a commanding 3-1 lead this series, and to be honest, it just felt like a, a punch to the gut, because with a pitcher like Tanaka, with all the success he's had... You know, you expect to win this game, but the offense had gone missing. They've been missing, and the pen allowed some runs as well. Uh, so let's get into the, the offense. The Yankees' best opportunity to score came in the bottom of the first when Granke had nothing going for him at all. He was, like, all over the place. Torres actually came up in a big spot with two on and one out and made an out on a pop-up. Even Torres, who has been swinging the bat so well this series, you can tell he was pressing right there. Uh, Definitely got away from being himself. You know, I guess, like they say, hitting is contagious. And then the Yankees were struggling to, to, to get good or bad's going. I mean, obviously, they worked their walks, but they just couldn't cash in. They, they couldn't get that that hit to put them over the top. I do love the aggressiveness from Judge and Hicks, putting the pressure on, stealing second and third, which I hope we see more of this series. And and Edwin Encarnacion drew a, a basic loaded walk, and then Gary Sanchez strikes out for the last out. It makes you kind of like want to pull your hair because this kid is so talented and we're just not seeing that right now. He's going through the motions. Um, Hopefully, you know, he gets it right sooner than later because with the way the offense has been, you know, struggling to hit, sometimes it takes a guy like Gary Sanchez to carry the team. It takes a guy like Stanton to carry the team. Even Judge can carry the team, but... That would be such a plus to get Gary going because when he gets going, he's not missing them. And then just for the Yankees, it was just like a, oh my God, here we go again moment because, you know, the Yankees made Granky work. He threw 28 pitches and they only got one run out of that. Like, that's crazy. They need to learn to just go with the pitch and stop trying to go deep all the time. And it's small ball that got them through the season along with the homers, not just swinging for the fences. It's a different animal in the playoffs because more often than not, good pitchers spot their pitches, and that's when you need to go the other way with them. Uh, Unless, obviously, of course, they leave a cooking down the middle, and you got to make sure you don't miss it. Yankees loaded them back up in the fifth. They failed to to score anyone uh it was it was just like it was hard to watch you know they're they're getting all these guys on base and they're not knocking them in it's like uh, it makes me want to just grab a bat and see if I can hit I mean I probably can't hit but 
You know, it, it just like it makes you want to take matters into your own hands because they're not hitting right now. But finally, Gary Sanchez broke through with a two-run homer to pull the Yankees within three. The Yankees were still done by three runs, but that at least put some life back into the crowd. It made it a ball game. You know, they weren't they weren't um, completely dead. But the rest of the Astros' bullpen between Harris, Smith, and Osuna shut them down the rest of the game. And then kudos to their bullpen. They have been pretty good for them. And it seemed like once the Astros starters get out of the way, the pen is a tougher task. You know, usually the Yankees want to get into the bullpen. But in this case, it seems like the starters are the ones that you have a, a better a better chance of scoring against. Yankees hitters collected just five hits and 33 at-bats while striking out a total of 13 times. So that's 13 Yankees either down-looking or swinging, and that, that cannot keep happening. They were 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position, and they left 10 runners on base. You know, it's hard to win ball games when your offense goes silent. It's easy to see why the Yankees were 3-1 three to, three to in the series, really, because the offense was nowhere to be found. And on top of that, the crowd didn't have much to cheer for. You know, we even seen Yankee fans exiting the game, which shouldn't happen. I mean, I know it's cold, but are you going to tell me that you spent all this money to not support this team all the way through that's called a bandwagon fan prior to this game the yankees still had the best era in this postseason at 2.29 the astros were fourth on the list at 3.38 so pitching was definitely not the issue the offense certainly was Tanaka was cruising through the first two innings, but got into some trouble in the third. And and this is exactly why the Yankees' offense needs to wake up. It puts more pressure on the pitching staff to be perfect. So Springer actually hit a three-run shot, putting the Yankees down in a 3-1 hole. Surprisingly, it came off a splitter. And then that was the first time in Tanaka's postseason career where he gave up more than two earned runs. And that just goes to show you how dominant he's been. You know, he, he's, been, he's been so, so great. You expect to win every time he takes the ball. And he just couldn't get it done. He just couldn't get it done in game number four. You know, he didn't go the distance, but uh, he did give the Yankees a chance. And by the way... Judge threw an absolute cannon, which was on full display when he fired a ball home, holding a runner at third. This guy, like, I, I can, I, I must have rewatched that play, like, maybe four or five times. And Tanaka actually got out of the inning to avoid further damage. He pitched a scoreless two innings after that. And then more great defense by Judge in the fifth when he made a diving play. Judge just plays a beautiful right field. And then, I don't know about you, but I feel really comfortable with him in, when he's in right field. He's so athletic. He gets good jumps. He's not afraid to lay out. He's not afraid to hold a ball in, jump into the stands. 
using his height. And then surprisingly, for a big guy, he runs pretty good out there. The cannon has always been on full display. His defense has come a long way since he first came up. And I think he can still get better. I feel like the, the sky is the limit for him. The Yankees actually brought Tanaka back out in the sixth. But because of a DJ Mayhew error, the Yankees chose to take him out. Green actually relieved him. And the ball wasn't even really hit that hard. It was hit off the end of the bat by Bregman. It was a ground ball to first base, but it spiraled out of DJ's glove to his right, and that allowed Bregman to reach first base. So overall, Tanaka went five innings. He allowed four hits, four runs, three earned runs, two walks, and a strikeout. And there was 52 out of 85 that were thrown for for strikes. I mean, his start wasn't that bad, but he didn't go the distance like he always does, causing the pen to come in sooner than later. And even as dominant the Yankees' pen is, um, when you keep running relievers out there, the Astros will adjust. And and it looked like they were starting to actually get comfortable against the relievers because obviously if you keep facing them time and time again, you're going to see how how they approach you and you know you're going to get comfortable. Uh, but Tanaka did give them a chance to come back. He just didn't get any help from his his defense or much of an offense, really. And as nasty as Green was, he was due to make a mistake, but it just came at the wrong time. Uh, the Astros got two runners on before making a pitch to Altuve. And after the FU chance to Altuve, he came up with a big run, uh, a big three-run homer to break the game open at 6-1. I mean, obviously, you know, 6-1, you can still come back from that, but that's how the game felt. It felt like it was 7-0. Just the way that the offense has been performing, it felt like a deficit they couldn't come back from, even though they have been coming back and, you know, prior, but it just didn't happen. Canely pitched a perfect 7 and then we saw Arvino, and I thought his role was going to be different because the game was within reach, and the Yankees were only down by three. They put him in, which was confusing, and it's not what I expected when Boone said he would pitch in a different role. Right away, he gave up a double to Bregman. DJ made his second error of the game, and that knocked out Arvino. And by the way, that was Adovino's fourth appearance without getting an out this postseason, the most by any pitcher in a single postseason in MLB history. Like, that's how bad he sucked. But, you know, he has good stuff. He just needs to figure it out. It's like the Yankees have a couple of people struggling, and, and it looks really bad when when it's a collective amount of people struggling, then just one batter, you know, they're not able to look at you like, oh, you know, he's struggling, but they got the rest of the lineup going. Or this pitcher is struggling, but the rest of the bullpen is doing a good job. Aravino, we need him. We need him to to keep going because that just puts that much pressure on Boone to keep going to Green, to keep going to Britain. And that, that's just one pitcher short 
of the bridge to get to Chapman. And then from there, Cece Tabathia relieved him. Alvarez reached on an error by Torres. And that run actually came around to score to make it 7-3. Unfortunately, Cece had to leave the game with a, a shoulder injury. Like this night was in an already full of disappointment. Watching Cece get pulled out because of a shoulder injury simply sucks. But at the end of the game, he called it bittersweet because he was able to pitch until he couldn't no more. A different way to look at things. He's been the Yankees horse since he came over. He played a big role in the 2009 championship team. The leadership that he brings to the team is greatly appreciated. And if you notice, every time the young guys were interviewed, they would bring up his name along with Guardies. They would say that these guys helped him feel comfortable. They guide him all the way through. You know, all, all the charity work he's done. The list goes on and on. And I have no doubt that he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, if you look at his resume, 250 wins, 300 plus 300, 3,000 actually, plus strikeouts. He's been a Cy Young winner. He's definitely a Hall of Famer in my book. Hopefully, the Yankees can still send CC off with a ring. They have a lot of work cut out for them. Uh, but I, I still believe that they can get it done. They just need to put their, their mind to it. Uh, Loasiga came in with the bases loaded and recorded a strikeout to keep the score at 7-3. The Astros tacked on a run in the ninth, and that was it for the the Astros. Um, they kept the score at 8-3. DJ did show flashes of good defense with a great pick in the fourth, scooping up a ball DD threw in the dirt, and another one in the seventh when Alvarez hit one into the shift, and Torres from his knees. Made a bad throw to DJ, and then kudos to DJ scooping one in the dirt, saving Torres on an error. And that was the first time in DJ's MLB career where he had two errors in a game. That just goes to show you how how great of a fielder he is, because we've seen players make two errors in a game, and and then just. For for him to be his first time, like that's 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 unreal, you know. And and it's unlike them, so obviously you're not gonna expect back defense every game. Um, but the way the offense was already going, that was just another buzzkill. But overall, in the series, DJ has been awesome at first. He's been playing first. It's like if he's been playing it his whole life. I know for a fact if you were to talk to Mark Teixeira. He would tell you how proud he is of the way DJ has been able to man the position. And that pretty much sums up game number four. I'm gonna move on to game number five. In a do or die game for the Yankees, they quickly turned the page, beating the Astros four to one. The crowd was loud from the beginning to the very end. However, Paxton's first inning struggles continued to start the game. He had runners at the corners for Springer, who got on with an infield hit. 
and a wild pitch allowed the Astros to take an early 1-0 lead. There was also a pass ball in the inning by Gary Sanchez as well, who, by the way, has been spectacular behind the dish. But he is human, and he did make a mistake in the first. And that was it for the Houston offense. Uh, Paxson worked really hard in the second inning, throwing a lot of pitches, but came out of the inning unrattled. He shut down the Astros for the rest of the game. There was also great defense on display by DJ himself in the third. He slid into foul territory and howled the ball in for the last out. Paxson had that game face from the second inning on. And I felt really comfortable watching him do work as good as the Astros hitters are. He had them under his wings. His fastball was crispy. And even though he overthrew some breaking pitches, uh, he really threw some good curveballs and changeups to keep the Astros off balance. Uh, Paxton went back out there for the six and held them scoreless. Overall, he only allowed one run through six. He struck out nine batters, 72 pitches for strikes out of 102 pitches. What he did need to cut back on was the four walks that he, that he um, you know, gave up to the Astros. And that was it for Paxton. Um, I guess he really did his homework versus the Astros this second start out. And I love when Boone came out to talk to Paxson in the six with one more out to go. And how he told Boone, I'm good, I'm good, let's go, let's fucking go. And finished the rest of the inning. Paxson, he did a fantastic job really holding the opposition to just one run. He showed a lot of heart and he showed the Yankees why they traded for him. He really pitched like a number two um, starter. Canely recorded just one out in the seven, and Britton was asked to get the next five out, which he did while striking out two. He was fantastic. He is now 4.2 scoreless in this series, and you couldn't ask for more out of Britton. In the ninth, uh, the Yankees turned to Chapman, and he picked up his second save. He was pumping gas. The Yankees forced a game number six, flying out to Houston in a battle of the bullpen. Let's get right into the Yankee offense. So Verlander pitching. DJ ties the game right back up with a solo bomb to make it 1-1. That got the crowd going crazy. Judge followed that up with a single. Glaber good, kept the line moving with a double down the line. That set the Yankees up with runners at second and third with no outs. Stanton coming back since game number one. Worked a full count, but ultimately struck out on pitch number seven. And although he struck out, I mean, he did have a good at bat. And what do you know? Hicks with the sticks works a full count and delivered a clutch, clutch three-run shot to give the Yankees a big 4-1 lead. That ball was hit 105.5 miles per hour and driven 347 feet. Not no 315, 16, 17 feet, Mr. Hinch. It's a good thing he wasn't done for the year, right? Because he's 
I mean, he delivered in game number five. But besides that, you know, he, he's he been having great at-bats. He's been working his walks. You know, little by little, he's going to be hitting the wall with more authority. But, yeah, other than that, Verlander pitched a gritty performance after the first and held the Yankees scoreless through the first um, through the next six innings, he saved the relievers using just one in the eighth, putting the Astros in a good position for a bullpen game, game number six. And here's a great stat by Seth Rothman of ES Network. The Yankees are 13-7 and seven in bullpen games. The Astros are 0 for 3, but... Then again, that's a small sample size. But I just think the Yankees have an edge if you look at their numbers. You know, and confidence is key. The Yankees definitely showed that in game number five. And when it comes to bullpen games, like I said, the Yankees have the numbers. So they obviously think they can beat the Astros in a bullpen game. Cole would get the start in game number seven if the Yankees were to win. Game number six. Now, don't forget to follow me on my social media accounts if you aren't already. My Instagram account, which is Yanks Next Man Up, and my two Twitter accounts, Yanks Next Man Up, and my main account, which is Last Single Digits. Hopefully, the Yankees win game number six pushing a game number seven and stay tuned for the next episode go yankees